Hey folks, welcome to another cast. As always, business on top. We want to make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Dablin Dribblin. Uh, make sure you follow us, slide into our DMs, and don't forget to subscribe and comment and rate mm-hmm. wherever you listen to you, your podcasts. We're on Stitcher. Yep. And Apple Podcasts. Yep. And SoundCloud. There you go. So, you know, I should know this. This is 45 episodes in. Like, every on. time. Every single time. So, uh, make sure you check us out on all these things. Um, this is a really special cast for us because mm-hmm. we've been doing this for some time. Yeah, one like year. One whole flipping year. That's amazing. One of the most stable things I've had. <laughs> had. For a long time. Ditto. This is the most stable relationship I've had in a long, in a long period of time. Ditto. It's uh, quite lovely. <laughs> but we talk about a lot of things. I would say our drip, our dabble section is, was pretty heavy with just a bunch of stuff. Yes, it was. Uh, the Waffle House shooting. Mm-hmm. We talked about... Uh, we got a K-Corner. Uh, Kaepernick uh, update. Mm-hmm. Bill Cosby. Right. Nas did something stupid. Oh, man. That, like, is breaking my heart. Allegedly. I'm going to have to believe the person who said it. Uh, you know. It's fine. And, uh, what else did we say? Uh, Kanye. Oh, Jesus. Kanye needs some Jesus. <laughs> if you don't believe in God, I just want him to maybe just like. What a day! We talked a lot about Kanye, as most people did today. Jeez, so it's so problematic. I I stand by everything that I said, and I just I'm worried. <laughs> I'm I'm worried for him. Uh, it's it's bad. Yeah, take a listen to that because we had a good we had a good roundabout about that. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, so there's that, and then we ended off with some good news about Meek Mill, which is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and our, our dribbles. Finest. Yeah, and the I mean we dive right into basketball and just uh, what's going on in the playoffs, which is which wasn't like our longest basketball section, but, no. but it was nice and sweet and did what it needed to do. To the point. So it's a yeah. short short dribbling section this yeah. time, but I mean, we did the essentials. We talked about LeBron. Yeah, which we again, we need to rename our cast mm-hmm. to don't, the LeBron cast. Don't worry, we updated you on LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. We we let you know. And uh, and then we just reflect on what a wonderful year we've had. Yeah, a lot of meaningful stuff. Yeah. It, it also we talked Aww. like four hours before. Aww. This. Aww, we like Aww. each other. We it's started great. this early and we ended it late. Yeah. We've gloriously we failed. <laughs> this is terrible. Dang. All right, let's get into this and uh, let's get it cooking. Hey. All right. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabble and Dribble with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is episode number 45, not mm-hmm. like our 45th POTUS, mm. but 45 like, hey, we've been doing this for a little bit. Like when Jordan came back? Yeah. Like it's our Jordan 45. year. It's our, our Jordan year. It's our comeback. It's our Jordan comeback. This is our Jordan episode. You're being very silly right now because we practically recorded two pod. This is the second <laughs> of two podcasts. We're recording okay, tonight. To, to be fair, we do this every week. But we just had a three-hour conversation before we even recorded this. It's super productive for both of us. I enjoyed yes. it. I appreciate your advice. Advice. You were very helpful to me in right. my own personal Trials but and tribulations. You don't have trials and tribulations. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't super serious, but no. you were helpful in being a sounding board and sure, giving me I'm glad good I'm, feedback. I'm glad I was. And now we went through all of that 
we started this early. We're like, we're going to start tonight. Right. Early. We're going to stop having these <clears throat> conversations and just put it on wax. Until because... midnight. <laughs> and now, what did we do? We did exactly what we said Same we were going to do. Same shit. Unproductive. <laughs> Same shit, different day. <laughs> but that was very cathartic. It was like a no, therapy session for me. I appreciate it. We both it. needed it. Because yeah. I also came to some one realization myself. Oh, yes, you did. Well, good for us. We're mature. We're making mature decisions. People are like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> Man, we just, you know, we just talked about some heart stuff. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. things with the, with, the, with the thing that beats blood. Mm-hmm. Or Life pu- force. pushes blood yeah. through our system. You're right. I know, man. It's, uh, I always enjoy yeah. our ta- our chats together. So um, it's a good therapy session. Same. And we concluded with uh, a very short dance break to Lemon. No. So this is what actually happened. Mm-hmm. I went to the bathroom to pee. Yeah. And I came out. And you decide. And I, you just. Oh, yes. yes you yes, just yes. like. This is what. Became. Rihanna. No. No. Rihanna's dancer. Who that girl? Meta? Meta? Is that her name? Meta? The beautiful bald girl. The MVP of the All-Star Game. Yes, absolutely. Right. Go to that episode. We'll talk about that there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And I was just like, what did I just walk into? <laughs> and it seemed like you were dancing to Wrigley, like my dog, like you were dancing for him because he was watching you at that point. No. It just seemed like no. that's what was happening. You, no. You know how what... this works. He was looking at the door of the bathroom because you were in there the entire First time. First of all, don't. Don't. Don't even do this. <laughs> Not today, sir. He, you know, every time you step in that bathroom, I become dead to him. And he just looks nah, at the door. And just, then you step out, and he returns his obsession with me. I just want to say, it just really hurts my feelings. Well, just know when you're not here, he appreciates you. Does he? Yeah. He gives zero shits about <laughs> and you, me. And you walk out, he's like, all right, back to this. <laughs> back to this fine. <laughs> Fine piece of ass in front of but, me. But then you joined the dance. And I it was did. Good. Well, I didn't really join it. I mostly recorded you <laughs> doing yeah, it. Yeah, you bopped a little and bit. And I bopped. And I bopped. Um, but man, we've been doing this for a minute. I'm very mm-hmm. proud of us. Yeah. And uh, I want us to like kind of get into things. Let's, okay. Let's like dive in because there's just so much to go and talk about. Um, so there's not much I want to say about this because I don't want to really put anybody's uh, the the. The perpetrator's name out there but there was a shooting in waffle house why are you smelling your armpits that dance that we did you earlier mm-hmm. i sat down and it's springtime in new york so like are you a perspiration yeah a little well, i can smell the bo and now after we i did, don't smell it after i did the well i appreciate that for your sake but <laughs> but you after the it. dance that i did it exacerbated the problem and now i can definitely my, my armpits smell that's gonna fresh. be that's gonna be a problem all cast anyway <laughs> Go back. To uh, back to Waffle, Waffle House. House. There was a shooting that happened in Waffle House uh, where a white, a white man uh, took a semi-automatic weapon, shot two people outside of um, the Waffle House, and then shot, started two shooting people? up yeah. inside the Waffle House. People were injured. Two people died. Um, in the Waffle House and when he was reloading uh, a young black brave man uh, kind of attacked him and got the the AR-15 out of his hand Um, so they finally caught the dude I don't even care what his name is it was a 34 hour manhunt yeah which and when they found him this mofo was behind his house in some like wooded area or whatever Um, he had an AR 
like he had automatic weapons on him mm-hmm. and they he he didn't die. Yeah. I'm just saying black and brown bodies huh. have cell phones on them. Huh. And they die. Yeah. So I have nothing more to say other than just major, major props to the young black man. I forget his name. Uh, can we get his names out there so that we can? All right. Yeah. Uh, see. I... Waffle House shooting. Hopefully we can find the name. Uh, James Shaw Jr. Um, and just props to him because he, he has, people are telling him to be a, a hero and he's saying, no, I'm just a man who wanted to live. Yeah. Um, and he has like, I think he had some sort of burn on his hand because he like literally took the the barrel the barrel uh, to get rid of as he was trying to reload, which is like wild to me that he like the semiotic weapon he was reloading. Ugh. Anyway, so you know, just another white man who's really troubled. You know, just needed needed someone to hug him. As someone who lived in Tennessee for because oh, yeah, it happened in Tennessee few right? years, yeah. this is in. Nashville that the shooting took place. Right. I looked at pictures of the uh, assailant mm-hmm. and I, l- I just really started reflecting back on that area of the country. Mm. And when I used to go to the flea markets, I- he's a poor white guy. You can tell sure. he is lower income white. He mm-hmm. is like stereotypical what people would call like he's trailer park white. Mm. As someone who has been in Tennessee and gone to trailer parks mm-hmm. to pick up a coffee table, no less, on Martin Luther King Day. Did they know you were black? Uh, yeah, they did. Because when I showed up at the trailer, they had a huge-ass Confederate flag inside. I was nice. like, very cool. thanks very for the cool. table. Very cool. Here's your 30 bucks. You've uh, told me about this story. I just remembered. Have a happy MLK Day. Enjoy your day off. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, and, so, and I've been to flea markets out there in yeah. the boonies of Tennessee yeah. where there are gun store like yeah. think of a flea market mm-hmm. with shirts t-shirts knickknacks all sorts right. of Furniture, and then just like troves and droves of guns like military style and rifles and all of that stuff handguns it's, it's my right to have these guns i mean there is a <laughs> there is a camaraderie within that lower income white rural community where they feel like I, and it is a theory that I, I won't say much on this, but it's a theory I have been cultivating mm-hmm. over recent months right? with the number of sh- white shooters that we've always seen and still continue to see. Yeah. Like, these they are, are the biggest terrorists of America, BT Dubs. Oh, yeah, for sure. Christian, evangelical, white, white. men. White, yes. Yeah. So, white, typically heterosexual In men. these areas, there's not much to do. Mm-hmm. And guns fill a big void of identity where it gives you something to do and it also reaffirms your masculinity. Mm-hmm. And if the quote-unquote gov- government comes to try and take our freedoms, I it is the only the protection. Right. Yeah. It's a military mindset that they adopt. And because the military is a really good option for someone in a do-nothing town yeah. to go do something in a part of the world where they can spread their American values mm. and sometimes their Christian mindset yeah. on a crusade for Christ and the American flag, which become dangerously intertwined. Yeah. But that's a whole nother story. All I was going to say is I looked at his picture and I thought, another poor white kid or white guy, in t- not poor and like sad him, but like mm-hmm. financially poor white yeah. guy in Tennessee yeah. who said, I got problems and those problems derive from a black community that I'm going to go shoot up now. Yeah, and he has openly said like that he's 
he has openly done things and said things that are anti-black, mm-hmm. um, white supremacy, like, and and also like reckless driving. You know, like like he mm-hmm. stole a car a couple like months before this and stuff like that. So like, I don't. I don't know. People are, people are saying. So does this solve the gun issue? I mean, like to take away semi-automatic weapons. What I'm saying, he still would have gone and tried to shoot people if yeah. he were cleared with a handgun or rifle. Right. What we're trying to do, if I can't get rid of all the guns. And we can have a culture where we don't need guns. At least get rid of the ones that kill the most people the fastest. Right. Seriously, it's not that complicated. He's not a Green Beret. He's not a Navy Seal. Why you the don't fuck need does it? he have a semi-automatic? Who brings that to Waffle House to do what? Exactly. So that. sad. And like, I think most of the people that did die, the four people that did die, were people of color, uh, too. Sure. Um, I'm it sure it was a happens. black black Waffle House. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it just made me sad and it is what it is, right? Yeah. Do you want to do our weekly or like our reoccurring segment mm-hmm. of the Caps Corner? We haven't been in Caps Corner for a while. It's been so a minute. It's... So who's, what's, what's Caps Corner? Caps Corner is where we update on Colin Kaepernick. Ex, My dude. Well, current NFL quarterback without a team to play for. Mm-hmm. Um, still happy, healthy, able to sling a And he football. got a really huge award recently. Oh yeah, what was that award? Uh, you on. find that I'm gonna find that, that out. But, you, but essentially, you... uh, there was a owners meeting of the National Football League where the team owners came together to have a meeting, and there were about 30 players in the room, and it was being led by Commissioner Roger Goodell. <gasps> and sorry, I didn't mean to throw up a little bit in my mouth. Yeah, I'm good. Got to get those ratings up. So <laughs> the. Uh, Team players really wanted to talk about Colin Kaepernick and why he is not in the league right now because, as the players expressed, he should be under roster. He should be playing for a team, and the reasons he hasn't been playing for the team are bullshit. Right, and uh, the reports that I read, there was a lot of white players who were like, mm-hmm. "He, we all know he deserves to be on a roster." Which I was right. like, "That's me clapping, saying you're, good you're, job." You're Gary Bertiers of the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Remember the Titans. There you go. You're welcome. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> it's like love and basketball. Remember the Titans. Uh, we must conclude this meeting with left side, <laughs> strong side. Um, yeah, I mean, so like, and they also talked about um, other pieces. Like, they talked about the protesting, They, you know, mm-hmm. and other things. I didn't, like, I read certain reports here and there. Um, I did also read that um, or hear that um, one of... One of uh, the, maybe it was the Pats owner, somebody. Oh, yeah. Roger Kraft. Yes. Roger Kraft. Because he's, he's good friends with 45. Yes, he is. Um, mentioned, like, you know, what 45 is doing, like, is already combative. Like, it's, it, it like. It, Sorry, he's, Robert Kraft. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. It's already combative. Like, it's, he essentially was, he essentially, as a friend of 45, didn't say the nicest thing about 45. He said, quote, yeah. the problem we have is we have a president who Ooh. will use that as fodder to do his yes. mission that I don't feel is in the best interest of America. It's divisive and it's horrible. He's not incorrect. You in, gave money to his campaign. Yes, brother. You, your coach, and your star quarterback. What I want to hear is an apology hell. for saying, sorry, I messed up. Yeah. But this doesn't tell me, hey, I regret voting for this guy. This tells me, Hey, this guy's hurting my financial gains. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly what I that's what I read or understood from that. But oh, just so you know, Colin Kaepernick won Amnesty International named him as the ambassador for conscience, which is like a very big award. I feel that. Um, and so, uh, hell yeah! I mean, he's doing good. I mean, but he's still working out and like 
training like a quarterback yeah. while also doing amazing things for the world. And so, he's still rocking an afro and cornrows. And it's just very hot. He is un the fuck apologetic. Continue, sir. Man. I I like I want to be unapologetically woke like him, you know, of just like and he's in a place potentially financially and things like that for him to be like I'm sure it's you know her he's taking a hit he's definitely taking a hit but he's also getting other people around him and Mm -hmm. like I'm sure this Amnesty International Award gives him some financial stuff too but I'm sure he's also knowing him he's probably going to donate it to some sort of Mm -hmm. cause and it's going to be dope anyway but uh, yeah brother doesn't still doesn't have a job the NFL draft happened today Mm -hmm. I didn't hear anything did you I didn't hear I didn't hear anything the the point of the meeting what i got out of it was it was supposed to be a confidential meeting oh right yeah and everybody spilled (laughs) yeah everybody talked about it yeah and so roger's like but this meeting happened in october didn't it like it happened like last year i thought it didn't happen like recently hold on and then the recordings came out recently oh yeah i remember the new york times wednesday um maybe but uh one of the bob mcnair Mm -hmm. the owner of the Houston Texans. Uh, Very said, New Yorker of you. In New York. This guy says, uh, this is Bob McNair is the same guy, if people keep up on it, who said the quote, the inmates shouldn't be running the prison. Right. Which has got him in hot water and everyone's sure did. like, you talking about black people? Yeah. Who are trying to kneel because of police brutality? <laughs> like, y'all need to stop kneeling because, uh, you know, basically the slave owner mentality of mm-hmm. we run this and you're just the inmates. Right. Quote unquote, but he's like it's a Modern it's a figure it's a figure expression. All right. So anyway, the Bob McNair asked the players uh, on their teammates not to kneel mm-hmm. at the sides, um, and he said, "You fellas need to ask your com, <laughs> you fellas need to ask your compadres, fellas, stop that other business. Let's go out and do something that really produces positive results, and we'll help you." Saying mm-hmm. that if you all stop kneeling. We rich white owners will contribute to some of your social justice organizations that you want us to contribute to. So I'll give money to you tell me where, but I don't want you kneeling on the field because that drives down our fan ratings. Mm-hmm. And to that, I would say if Go you have yourself. to if you have to grovel to your fan base for them to pay tickets because you feel like this might alienate our racist fans. You can go fuck yourself. Yes, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> in can. every word that you just said, ditto. Yeah. Like, what? Get out of here. The players weren't having it. The players are not into it. And really, it, it, it really comes back down to this, like, the NFL isn't the, t- like, isn't the NFL that I grew up watching. Um, actually, it probably was the same NFL that I grew up watching. I just wasn't aware of it. Um, but I have not watched it. I don't, I, I watched the Super Bowl cause I'm like, it's a Super Bowl. But even then I felt bad watching it cause I'm like, this is garbage. Like this, I know that this is like the only reason I'm going to watch the Super Bowl again is if Beyonce plays it again. Honestly, everything else now. I'll watch it if the Los Angeles Rams do a quick name and geographic location to St. Louis and become <laughs> the St. Louis Rams and play in the Super I think, Bowl. And I even think the, and Kurt Warner the Raiders, <laughs> and I, that's a lot of wishes you're having, sir. Marshall Falk has to be in the backfield, though. No dice if he's not. Um, and also, uh, if the Raiders, I think the Raiders are going to LA now and not in Oakland. So I think that's... I thought they were going to Las Vegas. Oh, I'm, that's what I meant. Las Vegas. LV. Not Yeah, sorry. It's 
all the the laws. Mm-hmm. It's just confusing. It's very easy to do. Yeah, it happens. Um, okay, what else? All right, so I heard this sad news, and I don't know how to feel about it. So, you tell me, I'll tell you how to feel about it. Okay, tell me. I appreciate that because as a man, it helps me to know that you know your bigger brain will help me figure this out. You know, you gotta. You all have an influx of estrogen that sometimes yeah, gets in the ways of, of fear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it yeah. just doesn't. I'm just not capable. Lay, yeah, <laughs> no, obviously, lay it, it on me. Uh, just so you all know, that was all sarcasm. Um, so, <laughs> Khalees, uh from you know her milkshake la, days. La, la, la. <laughs> yes. Please never do that again. Um, So Khalees recently um, was in uh, did an interview where she said that Nas, her husband at one point in her life, um, physically abused her during their I think five year marriage that they had. Was it only five? I think it was only five. Okay. Um, Um, It may be more or less. I mean, who knows? Physically abused her like. Some punching, slapping, hitting, pushing. I was, I read, all I read was like, I had bruises all over my body. And she talked about physical and mental abuse from Nas towards her. Mm -hmm. And that, like, like, to a point, it shook me so much that I was like, I don't want to read the facts after this because a part of me doesn't want to believe her because i'm like but it's Nas. Nas is amazing Nas is like one of the greatest rappers out there but then i'm just like no she was physically and mentally abused and that is not okay you know like i need to separate this like this rapper that i like admire and love and then khalees who i also think is amazing and i you know love her as an artist as well she doesn't deserve to be mentally and physically abused. No, abused. No one does, you know? Um, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I just, I feel a little torn, but I'm also like, I I have to believe her, right? Like, what uh, is she, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Um, it's so hard. When she would do it, I knew that it was on top. Um, I don't, I can't figure, I'm looking at this right now, and I can't figure out how to, I waited nine years to say something. I never talked about this man. Um, He hit me. Did I hit him back? Hmm. I'm not afraid to throw a punch, but I wouldn't have started it. So she would fight back, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm not not saying just take it and don't do anything. Right. There's no judgment. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'll participate in ending it, but I wouldn't have started it. And she's, uh, so what she said was that he was cheating on her for two years and that's what broke the camel's back yeah like that was the the final part of it yeah yeah Ooh, that's sad so you should feel sad about that yeah i can go on you feeling sad about that i feel sad about it because it's like i mean i assume nas cheated i I assume no all of ever i just assume everybody cheats until they give me reason not to (laughs) yeah whether you're famous or not i'm just like you probably cheated um that also just might be President. My own my own experiences. Presidents, except for 43 and 44, I just assume they all cheated. You don't think 43 cheated? Bush? Who would with... Mm-hmm. Like, People are like weird. Playboy bunnies would go after Power. G-Dub? Who would, who would, who would do 45? Well, no. Porn stars, because he's got a lot of money. We've established that. Ooh. But like, <laughs> Did we? Have I, we? <laughs> 
<laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I would say, uh, I don't think anybody slept with George Bush. I don't think George Bush had any interest in sleeping with anyone. But that, whatever. He was just surprised he was still in the White House. Exactly. I was like, this dude woke up every day <laughs> like, figuring out, <laughs> where's my underwear? How do I put pants on? Right. Uh, Sometimes he just sit at the dinner BT table. BT Dubs, rest in peace to Barbara Bush, who passed away. Oh, yes. That's um, right. His mother. Yes. And then Aww. his father, the day after the funeral, uh, was sent to the ICU because uh, he had uh, sepsis in his blood. Yeah. Um, and so, but he's doing better, so which I heard. I mean, I don't care for the Bushes, but, you know, yeah. they've always been... Um, a respected family, a political respected political family. I don't really respect their politics, but they seem <laughs> they've lovely. been well-meaning people. Well-meaning white people. Yeah, yeah. They, they've tried. But anyway, anyway, back to what you were saying. But the um, I think every I just assume that a rapper or an NBA player, athletes of most fields, mm-hmm. are probably promiscuous. Oh, absolutely. And you should work that out with your significant other right at the top. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I'm what making, is this, this going to be? I'm making millions now, and I travel a lot, and people are throwing their vaginas at me. Right, and their penises. So, oh yeah, and their penises because that's a thing. Right. So like, if you're a, a female athlete or if you're a male athlete who's into other males, right, that happens too. We Absolutely. don't really talk about it a lot, but it's real. Because a lot of that happens on the DL, because it's. Sexy for women to like women, but not sexy for men to like men. At some point, we'll get over that. We'll see. It'll be a, <laughs> a century. But anyway, um, I feel like it, I just assume that. So when I hear about someone like in Kalisa's situation mm-hmm. where it's you trust in that person and then you find out they're doing something on the low for like two years. That's... that's it's it's hurtful. You put, you put trust in that person who has been hurting you. Right. It's like easy. that's even harder than just yeah. You know. Yeah. Like you're treating someone like shit, mm-hmm. and you're cheating on them. Like Not you great. don't respect them at all. You don't like them at all. You just and like, don't you have children with this you person. Like, almost hate that person, don't you? I mean, we were talking about being responsible for somebody's feelings, for, right? Like when you yeah. are whatever relationship, platonic, romantic, casual, whatever. Um, there is a maturity that you need to have to be like, I care for this person, and thus I will be responsible in the way that I treat them, and making sure that how I treat them is in a, is considerate of their feelings. What if it means you need to set that person free? Yep. That was really full circle for us from our previous conversation. We just did a lot there. Yep, that was deep. We're going to look back at this like 20 years from now and be like, remember that conversation we had for three, like, three hours? hours? <laughs> <laughs> we really needed that. That was really good. <laughs> it was really good. So I'm glad you shared that. I, I don't feel great about that. And I don't think anyone does, but... I hope I Nas, like, Nas I and Nikki, are they still together? And Nas is supposed to have an album coming out soon? I don't know. I heard. I don't, I don't know. I don't keep up with Nas as much anymore. Sadly. This makes me sad. Sadness. Illmatic. So something other some in other news of like abuse in general, uh, Cosby, Bill Cosby, uh, the famous American black American dad, mm-hmm. um, was convicted for uh, the bad bad things he did. How do you feel about that? So I'm perplexed by my feelings. Um, I believe the women that say that he, like, there's too many coincidences and alignment of stories of how folks how women were sexually assaulted by Mr. Cosby 
to make me feel like, oh, they want this for the money. These are women who are survivors of this of the situation. Um, there are people out there that feel like people are just trying to bring this old black man down um, and things like that. And I can see why they, why, it, I can see how that's hard to, like, I see why people think that way because it's hard to swallow that this person that personally mm-hmm. I grew up watching, right. I didn't have cable. I watched The Cosby Show growing up. I watched Family Matters. Like, I saw, like, those were the closest people that looked like me on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, he was my dad, you know, Carl, Win- Carl Winslow was my dad, you know, right. like that was, it was, he was a very, very big part of like outside of basketball. I would say those kind of shows were a big part, specifically the shows of color mm-hmm. were a big part of my growing up, like a different world was super important to mm-hmm. me, you know, like, I'm like, oh, this is college. Like, okay, that's, that's cool. You know, everyone tells me I have to go to college, but like no one tells me how that's going to happen or things like that. And not that. And, you know, I talked about that often, but, like, it was interesting to, like, see that, you know, Mm -hmm. in a real way. So, like, it makes me sad to see him go down like this and that his legacy is lost. Like, the fact that I can't watch The Cosby Show. Yeah. Like, on, on, like, Nick at Night or, like, on Hulu or something like that. What do you mean you can't watch it because it's not on TV? It's not on TV because it's, like, and I feel bad for the people who are Mm -hmm. part of that Mm -hmm. and are are not making the residual checks that Mm -hmm. they so hardly earn. Like, whereas, like, Friends is you know, making the money that they are and like and Friends is like just a basic white show, you know, and like it's funny, I watched yeah. every episode, but like yeah. it's a basic white show. It, I mean and, and it did contribute to society, but in a very white way. Mm. Um and he contribute he changed the landscape of like black people could be doctors and lawyers and raise children that aren't right. gangsters and stuff like and he also was problematic in some of some Respectability of that politics. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just feel I feel sad that that his legacy is what it is right now. Like mm-hmm. it is in the it's in the pits. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel um, I feel like it's important that justice prevails, and I feel like it did. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can watch any episodes again. Yeah. Felicia Rashad, Miss uh, Huxtable. Mm-hmm. Man, Mrs. Huxtable. Mrs. Huxtable. Well, Miss Huxtable now. She got divorced <laughs> after this. Um, she, uh, man, she was, she was the, like, one of the best female role models. Yeah. She, she was sassy. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And she, she was not having any mess. Yeah. And she was she super take, she refined. She wouldn't take her husband's mess she wouldn't take her children's mess like she was a leader in that family and um you know i loved watching that show just like you did me and my friends all watched it and so it's sad now that you know we're older we can't look at that the same way no so and like and that's like uneasy right like i could buy the box set of the cosby show and watch it (sighs) um but it's also like it i know that it's problematic because he was doing things at that time that was abusive of power. They should re-release this on other networks like mm-hmm. Hulu and whatever. Right. And they should do a special remastered edition where they blur his face and they alter <laughs> his voice. So we can still see Lisa Bonet and we can still right. see Malcolm. Right. And the lovely Rudy and the kids. You know. Right. But we Vanessa. just Vanessa. Sorry, but we just don't have to see him. <laughs> so sad Claire. it's also like Claire. I got so many light skinned kids when both of you are like you dark skinned and she's like not light skinned oh like, what's the, what was the older one? Oh, I forget her name 
Sandra. 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 Sandra was light. Like, Lisa was light. Yeah, super light. Yeah, and then you had, but you had a Rudy, Malcolm, Rudy and Malcolm, and Vanessa was like midtone. Yeah. But they were the darker kids. They were the darker kids. Yeah. But they, it, he didn't really have like dark skinned kids. Lisa and Sandra had a recessive gene. Sure. Yeah. It happens. I'm not going to say Claire was doing anything on the low. I don't think so either. We meet him in episode 800. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm glad that justice was served and we yeah, don't have to. Sad. There's some There's some closure for mm-hmm. people involved in those situations. So, you know, that's the end of it. Yeah. We're no more stand up. The women were like crying because they had multiple women, not just the person who was mm-hmm. um, like did the retrial, like the person who mm-hmm. uh, went in for the retrial, but like multiple women testify of what he did to them and just breaks my heart i'm glad they have the justice that they need but it doesn't mean it doesn't erase what happened to them i want to hear a statement from him i want to hear a statement from his wife who's still still stood by his side shit that's hard man i i couldn't do i don't but like i don't understand love so like maybe i don't know how you can look past that on somebody i just don't know how that's possible i think you spend that many decades with someone and you put that much investment of time mm-hmm. and emotion in it. I think a lot love just is completely blind, as they say, the cliche. I mean, you, you see all this evidence in front of you. You think about the, the hearts that broke and the damage that he's done. And none of that matters because of all the memories built up. And you still feel this like disdain and right. disappointment for this person but you love them like a wounded bird kind of a thing of it's an unconditional love I don't get yeah, yeah. it's so str- and they got kids together so yeah you know, there's that but it's, I mean I feel for his kids too to yeah. know that this is this that's, is who your dad is or dad was that's so like that's it's disheartening he's going to jail I would just love to know where his mindset is thinking around like just all of this stuff yeah what do you think about what you've done yeah. That one scene of him leaving the courthouse before it got a retrial, mm-hmm. where he says, uh, hey, 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 mm-hmm. to the cameras. And his lawyers said to him, dude. Yeah. Dude, We're come not, on. This is not the place. Time and place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that hey, that hey, hey, hey is hey, over. Hey, by the way. Yeah, I wasn't even a fan of that show. <laughs> but the Cosby show's over. Right. This, this book is closed on this story. And, and I... Won't have to talk to people about Cosby again. I hope not. Taboo. Mm-hmm. So someone I didn't think that we would have to talk about, mm. but we must, because he has gone off the deep end. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I've heard about this all day. What in the God's actual green earth? Kanye Aloysius West. What the oh, fuck? Aloysius? Is that his middle name? I'm not sure. Okay, I was just like, did you just make that up? Because you like to make up people's I names I can't sometimes. be certain. Sometimes you you know you know, you know someone for a long time and not even know their name. Gregory. Gre- oh God, <laughs> that story. That's a different. That's a different story. I don't want to go into day. it. <laughs> anyway, in case they um, listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. Um, so Kanye West, a uh, couple of weeks ago. Should let me pull it up because I have it all up. Um, Kanye West on April thirteenth. Uh, a Friday. Which is a Friday. Which came is back. a good sign. Yeah, that's always some great. weird shit's about to happen. Yeah, it's like welcome back, Kanye, um, because apparently he just come, came back, um, and he was just then he just went on this Twitter thing where he was posting pictures, and it just became like this 
Like he talked about how he's going to write a book, but he's not going to write a book. He's going to tweet about it because of he's going to write a philosophical book, like a, a book on philosophy. But he's not going to he's not going to be confined to a book. He's going to do it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first I was really just like, oh, this is Kanye being Kanye. Like he's just salacious, be- very heady, very cerebral. Mm-hmm. Some of it doesn't make sense. Some of it you're like, damn, that's really smart and deep, you know, like um, so all that was just kind of happening. And then um, like, he, like he was saying, as a creative, your ideas are your strongest form of currency. Um, and then, then the next tweet would be, you have to protect your ability to create at all costs. Try to avoid any contractual situations where you are held back from your ideas. And like, so he's saying things as this like creative, right? Because Kanye mm-hmm. is Kanye is Kanye. Um, and then he started posting like some of his fashion stuff, which you all, everybody knows, I think is garbage looking um oh yeah the detritus kind of uh torn up torn up like and i and i see where he's going like he's he's very homelessy tan like like beige throw up looking i invented grunge it's like uh, no you didn't buddy (laughs) um and then he's like posting like like images of like shoes and things like that like yeezys other things that he's doing like this is fire and all that stuff and you're like okay cool like you're, you're you're feeling some kind of way about stuff but still again all still philosophical and then he says i'm gonna drop two albums first one june 1st second one is gonna be june something else with kid cuddy and i was like okay and we talked to i think we talked about this last the last cast of like hey kanye's gonna have two new albums mm-hmm. and i'm just like man kanye played all y'all he just came back to just so you know that mm-hmm. he was gonna drop music and then you know, mm-hmm. keep it moving and so this was all kind of just happening, whatever. And then he went off the deep end. Cannonball. He messaged that, like, he thinks some person, I forget who it was, was like a great thinker. And when people searched who this person was, they're like a kind of right wing, like anti-black kind of person. And we're like, huh? How do you like this person? And then he starts talking about 45 and how 45 is his brother and though he doesn't agree with all everything that he says i'm i still like him he got a maga hat that was signed by 45 he has pictures of him in the maga he had, there, he's gone interviews with him in the maga by the way he doesn't look great he looks like he's gained weight unnaturally so um and i don't want to body shame him but like it just looks unhealthy um you gotta take care of yourself yeah um and then, you know, people are like, yo, Kanye's in the sunken place. There's jokes about how, you know, Barbara Bush died, but really she's on, she's in Kanye's body. I'm just like, I don't think that's how that works because of the sunken place. Get it? Love that situation. I got it. <laughs> something to say about that. Go ahead. Um, and then he's talking about like, does this look like the sunken place? And he has a like picture of like his bare hallway that's like white. And I'm just like, yeah, it does actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does look like you're in the sunken place. Um, I don't know, man. And like Kim Kardashian has come out and said like, it's really problematic that people are saying mental health is like, his mental health is created. Like he's having a breakdown that like he's in the sunken place. Like that's, this is just who Kanye is just because he doesn't agree with you, blah, blah, blah. Like this is just who he is. His wife fell in love with him. All these wonderful supportive wife things which again i don't understand how you can marry kanye if kanye is like this like his personality is like this um anyway i get it now i just read all her tweets yeah i just read all of yeah how she feels because i was saying to you through all this i just want to know how kim feels right no and she and she stated all of those things they uh, 
I don't know why I felt like she could see some reason in this. Yeah. Like in the statements. But she said, like, I don't even agree with everything that Kanye is saying. Right. But I, you know, and like, and I, that's true. Like, you, like, I mean, he said, like, even Chris, uh, even uh, Chance the Rapper said that just because you're black doesn't mean you have to be a Democrat. Like, right. Which is true. Like, sure. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it, it, it's a favorable way that we look at the world as sure. liberal identifying people Absolutely. where we think an injustice to any people is an injustice to all people. Yes. Right. And so. That's what I'm okay thoughts. I'm just saying. Solidarity. Mm-hmm. I just, just brothers and sisters who are being um, just human targeted, siblings. targeted yeah. by an administration and right. a person who's very careless, divisive, destructive, um, attacking with his words. Right. And it, mind you, forty five <clears throat> was loving this, like retweeted. Oh, said, Thank sure. You. You're amazing. It's someone who's so self-aggrandizing. It, it's an affront to freedom and inclusion. Everywhere, no matter who you're attacking. Right. And so for him to, as a black person, first of all, we just talked about how this guy called mostly NFL players who were taking a knee, mostly black identifying, sons of bitches. Mm -hmm. Get them fired. Yeah, get them fired. You know, the fans should be pissed off about this and owners should fire those Mm -hmm. Sons, Sons of, of bitches. bitches. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so he doesn't value guys who are speaking up against police brutality against black and brown bodies. Yeah. So if Kanye is going to wear a hat in support of a person who thinks that, mm-hmm. then if you disagree with what your husband, he has lost his blackness. Like oh, in terms, when I talk about when you look at Twitter, they're just like black. Like this thing, like Kanye's been like this for a minute. But he's entered into a new area a new of bootstrap mentality. Yeah. By that I mean, you know, for folks who don't know, like the white Protestant pick evangelical Christian. Kind of, pick yeah. yourself up by your bootstraps means do it by yourself without anyone's help. We ignore the centuries of free work mm-hmm. that white centuries. America profited off of black bodies. Without any boots. No boots, no shoes, no food, living in the outhouse on the back of the plantation. Right. Being raped and pillaged. Yeah, and just being treated like animals um, for free. Mm-hmm. And then when, oh my God, the literature around, well, they're emancipated now, they're free. Okay, well, you'll still work my farm. You won't be called a slave. And each year you'll need to give me like a profit of what you make on your farm. And if you were lucky and good working that year. It's basically a loan. You would, you're right, it's a loan to work this farm. You would, indentured servitude. That's you would break even mm-hmm. as a indentured servant. You would break even with the plantation owner, right. which is essentially, wait, you made no money this year? Right. So, slavery. Yeah, still slavery. It's still it's free oh, labor. And we ignore the fact that um, there was anti-Chinese legislation. And in those times of the 1800s, anti-Chinese legislation means anti-Asian mm-hmm. because everybody Asian was labeled Chinese right, at that time. Right, because that's... Aren't we all... Am I not Chinese? No, you're Chinese because you're... People are from South Asia. Mm-hmm. India mm-hmm. territory, is it? Yes. Yeah, that's China. Yeah, that's China. So, um, China. <laughs> China. <laughs> so we had anti-Chinese legislation where you were not allowed. The U.S. government did not allow Asian people mm-hmm. to this country for decades, nearly mm-hmm. a century, mm-hmm. until that law got lifted in the 19, late 1940s, mm-hmm. 1948, by 
FDR, who mm. only then said, we'll allow 100 yep. Asians per year. And there is anti-Asian American, Asian legislation in U.S. history all over the place. Right. And we talk about, I mean, white America has whitewashed history books. Mm-hmm. So hard. No one, like, I didn't learn about it until I was, like, like post-grad school. Like, mm-hmm. I had to research about that and be like, oh, my God, this is my history. Like, yeah. this is history of people that look like me and other siblings of mine, like, human mm-hmm. siblings of mm-hmm. mine that are also having to have centuries of this as well. When you learn about the actual American history from the side of black, brown, other color, sexual orientation, right. religious status in this right. country who's not white mainstream Christian America, right. you found out that the white Christian mainstream America wrote all these books and had actual legislation to prevent and demonize other people. As J. Cole t- said, what, they like to white, you know, white, uh, white out their history. Yeah. That's when, what they do. When people see people kneeling and they hear like Black Lives Matter and right. these sorts of taglines, hashtags yeah. and slogans, they're thinking... Black people, like Kanye is saying, we need to stop holding on to slavery right. and we need to pick ourselves up by our bootstraps. Right. These are people who are, and to no fault of their own, you are unaware of the history of this country because you have not been taught the history of this country. And did you know that the first travel ban that ever existed in America was against Asian Americans? Yeah. That's and, what, what you were talking about. And when we had uh, the World War Two. Yeah. Who did we put in internment camps? Japanese people Japanese and people, people who looked like they were Japanese. Absolutely. But we're Chinese. Uh, you look Japanese yeah. today. So you're going to But we're internment. Korean. Nope. No, you're not. <laughs> today, you're a spy for the Japanese government. And they yeah. put actual people in internment camps because of how they looked. Yeah. And we police the border and pull people over like they did in Arizona and Maricopa County. Mm-hmm. If you looked like an illegal. Well... What about Canadians who mm-hmm. slip over the border or people from other countries who mm-hmm. slip over the border? Oh, they look like they're Mexicans? Right. You are racially profiling I people. mean, I remember getting a job in Arizona and saying no to it because I was like, I look too brown right. to be here. This is a white power controlled country. Yeah. And people like Kanye who are putting things out like this, he can have his opinion and that's certainly his opinion, but for people on the side who have learned... Where America has, as you said, raped, pillaged, taken voices away Mm -hmm. from people who are marginalized and powerless and just tried to stash them away in the Mm. corners of history. Um, For people of us like us who have been able to unearth this through privileges that we have and access to resources and and, um, information, it's hard to watch a guy as unaware as this, who is a black man in America, Mm -hmm. who if he were not an album so chris rock has a special on netflix right now mm-hmm. in the first a new a new episode mm-hmm. oh i haven't seen it in the it's very current he references things that happened only like weeks ago <laughs> and in the first 10 minutes he does a thing where he goes you know because people look at me and they're like chris rock but you're you're famous mm-hmm. he's like i'm only famous from about this distance and he spreads his arms out Mm -hmm. about 10 feet he's Mm -hmm. like this is my area of famous Mm -hmm. if you see me down the street or in our gallery like i did yeah or that and you're walking (laughs) along there's a a black guy you'll be like black guy this black motherfucker right Mm -hmm. here and you know cops will start like coming up to him but then they get close and he goes oh you're chris rock Mm -hmm. if you're not famous well-known chris rock and you're just a black guy Mm -hmm. if you're not kanye west 
no one gives a shit mm-hmm. about your ideals and what you stand for. Right. So you put something like this on Twitter, and Kim, I'm thinking, she has to realize, of course she doesn't realize there's an issue here. You read these tweets from her, I forget how basic Kim... Kim is a supermodel. She is only a model. Her level of consciousness is very shallow. She just yeah. doesn't know... And that. And I'm sorry, that sounds like it's a diss. No, you read these tweets. She doesn't know anything she's, substantively. Right. It's not she's her job. O- she's only a person of color when it's convenient for her. Right. She isn't a person of color, but <clears throat> like she, she appropriates people of color culture into her body, right. into what she wears to make it look cool and uses it as a costume, as a prop. But she doesn't know the struggles of what her black children will face potentially. But they're also yeah. famous, rich she black children. She doesn't children's. think they will. Yeah, she'll protect them all the time. And she will. But this part, so things like this. He's a free thinker, referring to Kanye. Mm-hmm. He's a free thinker. Is that not allowed in America? Mm. No, it is. But when the free thought condones racism, sexism, oppression. oppression Janelle Monet said it best. If you oh. that that was like the best she said. Mm. I mean, I'm all about free. She said I'm all about free thinkers and whatever, but I'm not about free thinkers when you uh, condone the oppressed, when you when you are aligning yourself with the oppressed. And what I think even more so about Kanye is that he like he's like he has so much confidence in himself. Like he loves Kanye real hard and i want to love myself the way kanye, kanye loves, loves kanye, kanye right just like just like how he says in, in in pablo right yeah and so for me it's like he's conflating contrarianism which is what he's doing mm-hmm. like i'm a contrarian mm-hmm. i'm i'm just gonna that's just what i do like i'm i'm talking about these things and mm-hmm. my fashion line is this my fashion my my shoes are selling more than uh, jump man i'm like mm, actually it isn't but no, it's not um, he was it, in it's real almost, debt he was in some was. debt for that um but anyway um it was funny because GQ did a thing of like Kanye's claim and fact checking it. Right. And this one was like, uh, this one isn't true. Distorted like, reality. Like, this is, it actually, he, no, it, that's not the, the case. Compulsive liar. But so he's, so he's t- taking this conflated sense of like con- contrarianism with bravery and intellectualism. He's saying like, yeah. look how smart, I'm a genius, I'm a god, I'm these things. And like, that's great. I'm so glad you have confidence in who you are. What is like really messed up in the head is that we're, like what Kim isn't maybe seeing and mm. I think a lot of people a lot of us are starting to see or have been seeing the dude is just an attention seeking narcissist like he's playing this game he has two albums yeah. coming out mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he has two albums coming out mm-hmm. he has I'm sure a line like a shoot like a Yeezy line coming out as far as shoes and and outfits are concerned mm-hmm. that are probably going to look ugly in my opinion oh his um, last shoes I looked at them they're not cute I don't like them man those are wrong but I believe that the next ones that he's bringing is like like his first one but in different colors so it's going to look a little bit nicer Jeez, I don't know that's an regardless like shoe. that's what he is he is an attention seeking narcissist who is playing the system so that he can sell stuff but he actually believes th- like he actually believes the shit that he's actually yeah. putting out yeah, it's not it's just actual strategic. Garbage. It's not just strategic. He actually believes it. Right. And That's, that is and that is narcissism, which is a like that is he's unhealthy. It's unhealthy. It's like it's a distorted it, worldview yes. centered around yourself that is not reality. Baby Boo, you are not a god. 
This you're a human. The last you are flawed. The last part in her statement is mental health is no joke, and the Absolutely. media needs to stop spitting out so casually a bottom line. Kim, we've been worried about him for a while, and this is put, not. We've been worried about him before you met him. And yeah, and when he met the, remember when he became a Kardashian, got inducted into the clan. Mm-hmm. He. Remember how his voice changed and his speech patterns changed? Mm-hmm. And it, it legit, before Get Out, was a Get Out situation. Mm-hmm. It looked like he got a complete brain replacement. And he went on Ellen's show and all of black Twitter, like a lot of Twitter was like, what who happened to this? Kanye? Yeah, who like, is this where, What did they do with his brain? I also think that like his mom dying... Oh, for sure. The, like as Out. tragically, mm-hmm. like as he as she did, because she died basically on the surgery table when she was yes. getting like liposuction. Or cosmetic something. surgery. It was cosmetic he surgery paid for, that yeah. he paid for. Yeah. So I'm sure there's a level. Like I can only imagine that level. That level of like guilt and just like oh yeah, pain. Of, grief like, doesn't go away quick. Yeah, I, I can't even imagine losing my parents. Yeah. Like you know, I would be sad for sure. But like if they died of natural causes or whatever, I'd be like, oh, at least they lived a look, good long mm-hmm. life. His mom, like, literally could be still living today if she didn't go through that surgery, yeah. right? So I think that really effed him up. And I think being with the Kardashians in this like very interesting world, he's not in the show or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like he'll sometimes be in the show, but he's not mic'd up or yeah. like everybody else is. Um, and he has. He said he turned to alcohol a lot after his mother's death. Mm-hmm. And so you saw that in moments where he went on stage and. I'm gonna let you finish, but like Beyonce, Beyonce is a, someone. Someone did something on t- on uh, t- uh, on on uh, Snapchat. No, it's on Snapchat. On Photoshop. Well, someone sent something to me and I thought it was real and I almost lost my bananas. And it was Kanye West and it says the shade room on it. Mm-hmm, yeah. And it says retweeted by uh, real Donald Trump retweeted. Mm-hmm. And it said Beyonce wrote, and it's from Kanye. Beyonce rode on the b- quote unquote black pride train to get money. She still wears blonde hair. Stop being fools. And I thought it was real. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God the beehive is going to kill him. Mm. Like he's, they're going to sting him all over the place and he will die of all the bee stings. <laughs> like even if he's not allergic to it, he's going to be allergic to bee stings. It's yeah. going to happen. Uh, and then is, I later, I did, I was just, once I saw it, I was just like, I just have to make sure this is real before I just yeah. go off. Yeah. It wasn't real. Someone went on uh, Instagram and like on Photoshop and created yeah. that. Yeah. But like, that's something that if I saw, I would believe he said that. Mm-hmm. Like, for a moment, I believed it. I was just like, this mofo really tried it. Yeah. It's, I worry for him mentally. I, I truly do. She, she, I, at a per- certain point in this relationship between the two of them, Kim yeah. and Kanye, Kimye, I thought that Kanye was too, how could he... How can he be with someone as basic as Kim? Right. And then it flipped to, oh, he's nuts. Kim, are How you... Are you? Are you okay? Yeah. Do you realize that... Because the... now... he's had mental breakdowns, too. Like that's Yeah, been... sure. For various situations. Like yeah. When she got her purse stolen from him, he was real shook. The purse stolen? When they were traveling. I forget what country they were in. They but were in she... Paris. It wasn't a purse. She was like held at gunpoint and everything oh, was that's stolen. Right. Yeah, it, it yeah, was yeah. much more tra- traumatic oh, than just like a yeah, person I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to undersell that. Yeah, that no, it was a traumatizing was thing for him. Traumatic, yeah. So he's had like the mother, the the mugging, all these things that have come up for him. Plus like just genuine, the things that we were just saying, 
as far as narcissism mm-hmm. and self-aggrandizing. These are things that we've used to describe our inflated president mm-hmm. at this time. There are two peas in a pod. They really are. And so they're in the entertainment industry. That's what they do is stir things up. But I genuinely, to what you were saying, believe that he believes what he's saying wholeheartedly. And that's the problem. It is scary. It is, I, I'm just looking at what Kim is putting out here and I'm realizing you are actually delusional. Yeah. I, I don't live in your house. I don't know you all on an intimate Again, level. Again, and everything and everything that the Kardashian Jenner clan puts out is very calculated. Mm. It is very like it is their brand. It is that is the kind of ho- it's a Kardashian Hollywood like that's how they work things. Hollywood is like that is uh, things are very calculated mm. of like what comes out, what doesn't come out, but yeah, I'm I'm like I'm worried guys, for him. You got us talking about it, and I wouldn't spend time... Like, you know I'm saying? The Kardashians have us talking about this, mm-hmm. if it is something like formulaic and mm-hmm. calculated. Um, so it's successful in that way, but I wouldn't talk about this and fall bait to a trap like this if I actually didn't worry about the guy I heard on College Dropout, mm-hmm. the first album, to who or I'm seeing mixtapes, now. Or his mixtapes, mixtapes right. before college... like. I remember listening to those things in Chicago and being like, man, this guy's good. Like, listen yeah. to him and comment and being like, wow, this is, this is fire. Yeah. And then this? He has... This is, this is it's concerning. He has changed in a way that um, is unhealthy to one's humanity. Mm. And it's... it's cons- Yeah, I just... I worry that the way that Thelonious Monk was at the end of his jazz career where people were having a hard time discerning where his his reality began and ended mm-hmm. and they were thinking you know what does he have only after Thelonious died were people able actually to diagnose kind of what was going on with him but mm-hmm. it was an actual mental illness mm-hmm. Kanye has some narciss- has narcissism mixed with something else we're not sure what it is the sunken place well, he's in the fucking sunken place but you don't know you're in the sunken place until, until someone, someone rest- gives you some well, flashes the light on flashes you. light with, which is like education <laughs> yeah, around like your yeah. history of a people and sociology in this country but he he like loves the smell of his own poop at this point right. that like i don't smells like I, lilacs like i don't think he can like, i don't know man i don't know if he can see past himself there's a certain um there's a certain thing that needs to be done when you're in the light of mm-hmm of this country uh, on the pop culture scale. Yeah. So if you're going to be in the front of people and do concerts and be responsible for all these various things and you're someone like a Taylor Swift or a Kanye West, you mm-hmm. know, and you don't have people around you, you are a money-making machine. People yeah. attach themselves to you because you are going to bring them, them money, money. Yeah. for everybody. So they're going to use you as much as you feel like you're using them. Probably more so they're using you. Yeah. So if you are just at everyone's beck and call, the record label, the TV show, the sponsors and all this sort of stuff, and you don't want to lose, you ha- genuinely have to think about who am I going to lose sponsorship from? You have to make decisions like that. So if your voice isn't a Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick does not care about the money. His his values are more important to him than the money. Mm-hmm. But if you're someone who feels like, I have values, but I don't know my voice, and the money outweighs the sponsors, then you're going to be someone like a Kanye who will just spout this stuff off, mm-hmm. not knowing full well what they're doing. He needs like a social justice coach around him. Taylor Swift needs a social justice minded 
person team. around her a team just going over like hey this week's lesson is going to be on this <laughs> did you know you know because even you and i we read about this stuff and we stay conscious around um topics of injustice in society but mm-hmm. even we don't know everything and we're still learning all the time right this is a, a never-ending thing that one takes right up once I mean, there's interested. a lot of things we're unlearning and the unlearning mm-hmm. part is what's hard and that i think that's where kanye is where it's it's going to be really difficult for him to unlearn his bs yeah he's drank the kool-aid full on yeah oh it's just really sad i hope i hope that his i his, just want him to go to therapy like i want a him to good go to therapist yeah. that will like talk a woke good therapist that would just talk to him and a social studies teacher yeah and <laughs> a the, woke social studies teacher yeah a good one from a, a very good professional uh college i have a couple of friends that i think i that i could could yeah (laughs) he but uh yeah these albums that he's gonna drop out take nothing away from him as a musician people doubted him before uh life of pablo and he released life of pablo thing was fire it was really good i don't doubt that he will make good music and if this is what he needs to do to make good music you know my question is at what cost but we'll see we'll see I think we should just end off this portion of the cast mm-hmm. and dive into the dribbling section at some point because it's related. Okay. Meek Mill. Yes. Brother was released. Lift every voice <laughs> and sing. So for those, and we've talked about Meek Mill, I think once before, but free Meek, free Meek Mill, like Beyonce sung about it, free Meek, like in her, um, uh, the top the top off song that she did with DJ Khaled and Jay Z, mm-hmm. it's the Beyonce song that DJ Khaled was just the main person at, but it was Beyonce song. Um, but anyway, so for those of you who don't know, Meek was um, in jail for basically a bunch of probation violations mm-hmm. um, and a lot of other like really complicated um, legalese, le- like, a lot of legalese related stuff, and this has been happening for him. Like for over ten years, I think two thousand eight was when the first one happened. Was it two thousand seven? Seven or eight? Yeah, I think it was seven, maybe. Um, and so, over over ten years, you know, he went to jail for six months for something he says he didn't do and was like wrongly accused of. But so went to jail for it for six months and then got off on parole and was on probation. And his probationary period was like eight years long. And then it was just like one probation. And probation basically means like you get checked every, like. All the time. So, like, drug checks, um, drug testing checks, uh, travel restrictions, um, people just basically the government watching you, making sure that you're not effing up as a way to not get you back into jail, but, yeah, you know, whatever. Um, and that's when he was popping off, like, as a rapper, um, and his mixtapes were doing really well. And um, so, yeah, he just keep, he kept on having, like, probation violations. Yeah. Like, one after another. You know, he's a rapper. He did drug testing. He had marijuana in his system. Boom. Go, go to jail. <laughs> like, happens, right? Your Honor, in my defense, I'm a rapper. <laughs> Marijuana's great. <laughs> like The kids aren't really into me talking about Capri Suns <laughs> and, like, Kumbaya. Exactly. Um, I mean, so, so, and he's also, like, baking it big, and he's not necessarily going to his... Um, his parole officer about his probationary officer about like all of his traveling that he's doing for so he has other things that happen and then two yet last year or two years ago um he had like a reckless driving related um uh probationary thing and that's where he went to and he was charged he was 
he went to court to be sentenced to go to jail. Um, we were thinking potentially a couple of months, but it ended up being two to four years. And it was it, the judge who did it is a very complicated person because she did things around him that judges wouldn't do, like fo- like follow him, like go to him when he's doing community service or like tell him like, hey, leave Rock Nation and be with my like cousin or nephew's like label. It's like, what? Why is two, like for what he did, two to four years was excessive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and people were saying free, I'm not saying Meek is like a perfect case for you know, prison reform and like, Oh, never, of, never, never. Yeah. But like he literally anything that he did, none of, none of those things by itself would have mm-hmm. gotten him to jail. Right. It was oh, all God. probation violations. You're bringing so much back to my memory right now about Ferguson. Keep going. But like, again, I don't want to delve too deep into this, but like our, our prison system needs to be reformed so hard <laughs> Like, it's not even funny. Um, and, you know, he's from originally from Philly. Um, and so when he did get released that day, the one of the co-owners of Philly, the Philly the Philadelphia 76ers and Kevin Hart went to go visit him. Mind you, he has all these celebrities that are like, you should not be there. And he's been in jail. I think he was in jail at, at least for that time, I think five or six months, which is a long time. Yeah. Um, and so people are supporting him, obviously. Jay's supporting him, you know, like he's signed with Jay's, you know, rock nation, mm-hmm, like, you yeah. know, all these different things. Um, so he's getting all this support. And so Kevin Hart and the co-owner of the 76ers, whatever his face is, I always forget his name. Um, Michael something, Michael Rubin, um, went to go see him and they were leaving to go to the 76ers game. And they're like, yo, Meek is free. And they like run back to get him, get on a helicopter. Like, it's just it's like like I watched it happen live because I was like following Meek on Instagram. Oh, I'm just cool. like this is wild. He's like going from one helicopter to another. He gets he gets to the uh, the 76ers arena, mm-hmm. and people are just like super stoked for him. He's they're like yeah he's got to get washed up. So he got washed up. Got you know in the players locker room. The players locker room got haircut. lined up, and he <laughs> went and watched the game, and he did the Liberty Bell ring on, in the game, which I thought was pretty dope. Where like they they the a person rings a bell how many ever times and like the 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 visual is like the the state the court like cracks mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's like very cool animatronically Ani- or, yeah not it's animatro- not um, um, animated it, it's it's animated it's a video yeah something. yeah it looks Project- like there's a projection yeah, yeah it's a projection so um i'm just glad he even said he's not free like he, like this is yeah he's parole he's still in parole like right. he can't make any mistakes but i think his situation the only reason why we're talking about is because he's a famous rapper yeah, this is happening all the time to what Chris Rock Ed, just said everybody <laughs> I'm famous within this vicinity right here this is my locus of famous right, right. but I'm still black right like not me Chris Rock <laughs> God, Meek Mill on the street looks like another black guy uh, 1% 2% of America know who he is yeah and the rest of people would treat him just like a black guy yeah yeah it's, that's the damnedest Le- thing, is that your transferable skills matter all the fucking much. Yeah. I mean, think LeBron. I think everybody knows LeBron. If LeBron James couldn't do what LeBron James does, and he, he were just a six foot eight, 250-pound black dude, oh my God. He'd just be God. real scary. Oh, scary. He'd be the... Everyone would think he'd be a thug. Yeah. A, a guy who's... And with all we, his tattoos. Yeah. yeah. And for what we know of him, he's like a sweet dude. Right. Thoughtful. And even he still has the N-word spray-painted on his oh, garage. Oh, God. I right? forgot 
damn it. Sorry, my bad. No, that's just... to bring that no, up. No, I just want people to never forget. Like, it doesn't matter how rich you mm-hmm. are. And, and how globally said this, famous you are. It doesn't matter how much money I have. To some people, I'm still just the N-word. Mm-hmm. Because those white people are trapped in their own... I will say, and it is hard to get... We said a lot. You said a lot, which was great. His story, fantastic. Mm-hmm. The prison Try, system... I, again, I just, like boiled it down the to bury pri- the basics. The prison system that you outlined and that needs reforming, having talked to a lot of white people mm-hmm. about these topics who are curious, who mm-hmm. want to learn, but then also people who are very resistant to these conversations around prison reform because they want to pin responsibility on all the bodies who yep. are in prison. for. They're there because they know what they did and they're responsible for it. Let's be clear to what you said. Meek Mill is not a perfect candidate for why we should do prison reform. We're not saying he is an angel who's wrongly there. He's done some stuff. But what we're talking about is the nuance between how do you think critically and reasonably Mm -hmm. around legislation that is not sticky, not hairy, not um, very subjective based on the cop that chooses to take someone into custody, Mm -hmm. which ultimately rolls them into a system that is uh, railroads them Mm -hmm. into a court system where judges are prejudiced and And towards so much power power Mm -hmm. to leverage that against black and brown bodies um, all the time. Subjectively, subconsciously. I've had family members who've gone through it, like innocent family members that have gone through it. I've had family members who were mistaken for other black bodies and taken into custody. Which is what Meek Mill's situation was when he first got arrested in 2007. And the police beat him. And the police who beat him was known even in like, they did like a, some sort of, not a study, but like a, a review of the Philadelphia police, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were saying like he was one of the most like corrupt police officers that they didn't mm-hmm. even like, prosecutors didn't want him to testify because of how problematic he mm-hmm. was. But th- there's pictures of Meek. He's saying like, I didn't do it. You got the wrong guy. I didn't have like a weapons charge. Like he also ended up having some marijuana and yeah, sure, and a gun on him. Yeah. But he wasn't the person that they were originally looking for. They were looking for a black guy, and right. he was the black guy. And they beat like, and they're like, they beat the crap out of him. And you see a picture of him; his eye is swollen. He's right, cut right. Out, like, right. yeah, someone but, but, beat the with, crap out with of him with his cornrows. But people will hear what yeah. you just said. Like, but Bri, you didn't hear yourself say he had marijuana and a gun on him and that is the difference between mm-hmm. where you are uh ideologically and socially in our society yeah. of when you it's and i say marijuana nothing. and a gun i'm thinking do you realize the two maybe three states right now are legalizing marijuana and it's future like trending toward it's gonna at, be federally a thing even john boehner mm-hmm. just came out and said he's investing in marijuana farming the republican who said i will never change my mind against mm-hmm. marijuana sure did now he's investing his white rich ass in it oh, i'm sure he is so so when it becomes legal are we releasing all of the marijuana charged yeah, uh, black and brown folks so, probably not but we should and we had that episode a while back you know many where we analyzed alcohol versus marijuana how many people have done domestic violence off marijuana no they just get real hungry apparently exactly like (laughs) how fucking docile anyway but the point is this nuance of someone's gonna hear you say but bright he was breaking the law it depends on 
which law and in which state. Because yeah. if he had marijuana in Colorado with a bunch of white people in Aspen. And at that time in 2007, it was, I think it was legal yeah, there. It's fucking yeah. okay then. Yeah. So we should really be relative about that. If you're on your high horse of thinking, yeah. like, like a John Beauregard Sessions, like a, Je- <laughs> like a Jeff Beauregard a Sessions, Jeff, Jeff who Sessions. would say, quote unquote, on, on the stand, he was saying to a council, Mar- people who smoke marijuana are bad people. If you're someone who puts a moral mm-hmm. stamp on people who use drugs, then we need to talk about our addiction to opioids mm-hmm. that rich white people have access to. And that's also created too. Yeah, exactly. So we, go read some books or listen to podcasts about how opioids were created, like like it's, Vicodin. My sister told me, my sister who's studying mm-hmm. to be a doctor, mm-hmm. who is basically a doctor mm-hmm. now. Like things that she tells me, she's like, it is, it is, it is a, a rich white man did this to people. Go. And mind you, no one said anything about crack when uh-uh. crack was a thing, when it was killing <sighs> black and brown folks. Can't. Oh yeah. So when crack, the lesser form of cocaine, mm-hmm. the lesser, less potent, mm-hmm. less pure form of cocaine that was everybody. only affordable, only afforded in black communities. Um, as a drug, like as, as a drug, a, as a narcotic, drug. yeah, right. Five years in prison, yeah, for that versus and cocaine. People were were dying, right? But cocaine, the the more potent, concentrated, pure version of that, the white the white drug. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. You come in prison, but it's not going to be five years. You Maybe. might couple might months. do up some months. Yeah, if you're a good kid from the suburbs, you yeah. might be okay. Oh, it's in college. Yeah, well, that's okay. But if it's in a black community, yeah, that we're gonna police that and tag it, and you're gonna end up in the system. But anyway, um, the the idea that marijuana is is a a vice that has a moral attachment to it, that's someone who's got more dated thinking around drug use. Mm-hmm. And the more white people are accepting of this as mm-hmm. a mainstream drug for rehabilitation for their um pain, back, pain management pain and all this sorts of more natural be than opioids absolutely then you know this yeah. thing will stop being taboo so people need to go over that the gun thing people saying listn he had a gun he's violent can we talk about the double standard between white people having I'm, a gun I'm in like, open carry states yeah I'm like uh second amendment um, like couldn't he carry one people to protect in, himself all the white people I see walking around Texas wearing with guns on their hips yeah well this black guy had a gun. For his protection and self-defense. Why do white people have guns? Mm-hmm. So, Hopefully he had the gun legally. I don't actually know if that's the case. Like if he had uh, a yeah. warrant for it. Like, yeah. I don't know. Either way. It, it, I mean, but yeah, to me, it's, it's, a, a, it's a moot point when, yeah. when a white American who appreciates the Second Amendment mm-hmm. points at the danger of this guy having a gun on him. What you're saying is black people are inherently violent. Well, which is like, there was a lot of things that folks were saying, um, well, not a lot of things, but like someone was saying like, oh, it's amazing how silent the White House was uh, about the Tennessee shooting, uh, where because this, the hero was a black man. They didn't call him a hero. Like, I didn't hear anything from the White House saying like this black man like disarmed this white man, was white boy. Well, that's because they fired Am- Amarosa. Psych. She wouldn't have done shit. <laughs> oh, wait. She's also in the sunken place. <laughs> the sunken place. Everybody needs to go see Get Out because I've only seen it once. It was hard for me to watch, but I got through it because the sunken place is a real place where a lot of people are mm-hmm. and not to any fault of their own it's just the way our society is structured to benefit yeah. white america but i'm i'm glad that he's out 
and um and there's a lot more and like he uh and this will transition us really nicely into our dribbling section but the co-owner of the 76ers um like committed to having a plan to aid in prison reform which i think is awesome and it's a white it's a white dude michael rubin is a white dude said it was talking about how he picked up Meek Mill and took him to the 76ers game, which they won, mm-hmm. um, and that he has plans to aid prison reform. So, as always, the NBA is doing dope things better than any other league. <laughs> Again, we don't know what that's going to look like, but um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I love this league. <laughs> you want to talk about the league? Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's do that. <laughs> All right, it's time to talk basketball. It is playoff season, so what are the standings as far as... It's not even standings. Where are we at with the playoffs? Who's winning? Who's losing? Who's in? Who's out? Tell us. Well, we have ourselves right here on this Thursday evening when we're recording this cast. Yes, absolutely. The Washington... Actually, you know what? Let me refresh this page because Milwaukee and Boston just played. Yep. Got it. Okay, ready to go. Mm-hmm. We got uh, the Toronto Raptors are ahead on their series with the Wizards, three two, mm-hmm. three games to two. Uh, we got all the... because all because of Coach Drake, Drizzy. Some theories are out there. Aubrey, continue. Oh God. Um, Boston <laughs> Celtics are ahead of the Milwaukee Bucks, three uh, two in their series. Uh, is it still three two? Yeah, after that, right there. That's well. Is it? I thought it was three two. Now, like, I think no, it's three three. It's th- oh wait. So oh, sorry, I read it wrong. Milwaukee just tied it up three games okay. to three. We're I going to game like, seven. It was three. It was three two before. Yeah. So I was like, we going to seven. Ooh, all it's right, Bucks. Do or die elimination. Let's do it. Um, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers beats the Miami Heat four games to one in their series. They're moving on. That's amazing. Cleveland Cavaliers are up 3-2 on the Indiana Pacers. We'll talk about that later. And in the Western Conference, Houston Rockets finished off the Minnesota Timberwolves. Four games to one. The Golden State Warriors defeated the San Antonio Spurs four to one. Uh, and a heartfelt series. The Portland Trailblazers uh, offed the New Orleans. Oh, sorry, the New Orleans Pelicans offed the Portland Trailblazers in ungentlemanly fashion with a four-game sweep. Yeah, in I a was, devast- it was. It was devastating. It was not. It was not kosher. It was really not polite. It wasn't even considerate in the least. Anyway, um, and then finally the. Oklahoma, the Utah Jazz, excuse me. My God. I had 3-2 on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Ooh. <laughs> Russell said, I'm going to shut that shit down next time. <laughs> My God, these guys. That, that series is actually fun to watch. It's so, and man. I didn't think it I would get, be. I get why people love Donovan Mitchell, man. <gasps> Listen, if somebody were to give him the Rookie of the Year award. I would not even be mad about it. wouldn't even it. be mad. And if Ben Simmons like, that's insufferable, I would say, Ben... Listen, take several seats. Listen it's to fine. it. You got game recognized game. And player. also, you're you know the fresh you're the fresh prince. So like you're the prince. Yeah, just people, just be cool. People gave you a crown already. Just yeah, chill out. Just chill. This you dude li- this dude lives in Utah. Yeah, and he's bro- literally carrying that whole last team. Brother lives in Salt Lake City. Give him Salt a Salt Lake City. Salt. Come, come on. on. Give him come something. On. Come on. So that's what the standings are right now with the playoffs. Which is super exciting. So the only people that are booted 
are the Trailblazers, right? And Miami. Oh, yeah, and oh, Miami. Sorry. Miami and the Spurs are gone. Oh, that's right. So with Miami, do you think it was Dwayne Wade's last game? No. You don't think so? I don't play next year. You think? Yeah. We'll and see what the offseason says. That's the last one. Actually, I think he might. Do you think? I think he would want to have like a farewell yeah. tour. I think he wants to see if he could be a starter for one more season. And then. He's coming off the bench right this now. past season. Right. I mean, this past. Right. But that's because he came back after missing so much time and they already had a system in place. Yeah, so like, you're going to come off the bench. Yeah, we'll see what sense. the next one looks like. But the um, the Spurs are done, which means that now they can talk about off-season stuff. And, and we're they, not even there for the off-season yet. But yeah, it's... Well, I people are talking about Kawhi. So we recently posted a meme about him done by the Bleacher Report of him resting his whatever knee injury he mm-hmm. has really is really getting his food because he's hungry that's why his stomach was growling earlier Can you move your collar a little bit actually i could take his collar off let me take his collar off it's like Wrigley, really, honey hold on um so i posted a meme wind chimes hold on sorry my bad continue rigs um so i posted we ah ow i hurt my foot oh watch um, yourself i um posted a meme about how um that bleacher report posted where um the he's like it's a meme of him like resting it's a cartoon of him resting Mm -hmm. and looking at uh either it's like contracts or just like the playbook of like the lakers and the clippers (laughs) and the rockets or something like that it's just like oh he's he's leaving i yeah and i think that's gonna happen everybody thinks it's gonna happen yeah it's kind of weird i don't know how i don't know where he would fit but then so this is what my gut says I think for his personality, which is what personality, which is like really quiet. He's just, he does what he does on the court. He's not very vocal. Right. All these different things. Like he's vocal when he needs to be, but he's still just like, even when he's angry, he's just quiet. Right. <laughs> like he's not, when he's happy, he's quiet. Like he's a very humble, humble dude, which I, you know, I appreciate. Um, I think, I think he, he would make sense going to the Celtics. Because of the strong coaching structure and the teamwork there, mm-hmm. I think you're right. My genius. If what if this? What if what I'm saying is true? If I because especially with the way the leadership of that team is right now, not just like coaching wise, but uh-huh. also on the court. Yeah. With you know a healthy Kyrie and a healthy Kawhi, it mm-hmm. could be it, that could be a fun situation. Are you gonna have to give up anything to get him? Yeah. No, you. Who? You have to give up something. It'll just be some folks from the bench. I'm, I'm assuming they're not. They're no not one's gonna take bench players for Kawhi Leonard. They want something in return. Ooh. Who would they get rid of? Jason Tatum. No. Jalen Brown. No, I like them staying in Boston. Okay. I don't really like Boston like that. <laughs> <laughs> so concerned. I don't like that. I, no, because I I, I love Kyrie's like leadership around them. Yes, as young budding stars yeah they're no joke they're no joke and so people are saying jason tatum and or jalen brown have the potential to be a kawaii i just need jalen brown to um be there for Kyrie to help him not think that the earth is still flat because you know right he's got other responsibilities (laughs) even yeah we need him for larger things kawaii's not going to tell him that no kawaii kawaii's just going to be like where do you need me i'm I'm gonna go there right we need we need a, a 
almost damn near road scholar to be around Kyrie at all times. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, I would be hesitant if I'm Danny Ainge to give up any of those stars. Yeah. Because they're, one, they're healthy. Right. We Healthier don't even, than. We don't even know. We don't know what Kawhi. Kyrie's going to look like. Ka- Kawhi. Well, Kawhi oh. and Kyrie. Oh, right, right. Kyrie, if he comes back full strength, you know, we Which hope I so. Which I think he will. Kawhi, yeah. with as much as has been going on with him and rumors circulating, I don't think you're going to get the whole Kawhi. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, people are saying how, um, like, his injury is very similar to Tony Parker's injury. Mm. But, like, apparently Tony Parker's injury, no. like, was worse than what... Kawhi is dealing with so I that's what Tony and some people are saying right which is making me think he's not staying much longer I think Kawhi is feeling the vibes but I don't like the the bad vibes Mm. of the people around the Spurs it's gotten to it's it's soured yeah around them but I I don't think Kawhi is as healthy as we think, I think this is going to be maybe a nagging. Maybe there's other things going on that we just don't know about. This is going to be a nagging injury for him, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, like, ooh, yeah. And you know how you get one injury and you kind of, your muscles overcompensate mm-hmm. in other areas? Yeah. It causes other injuries? Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping that's not the case for Kawhi. Yeah. But if I'm Danny Ainge and I got a healthy, young, budding Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. I want that. I'm, I'm keeping, keeping that. that, man. My my squad is good. And if Kyrie were playing right now, these Celtics would have been already in the next series. Right. You know? So, I don't know. We'll see. But I think Kawhi should maybe go to Los Angeles. The Clippers Lakers. Or the Lakers. Lakers. Okay, I was like, nah, I'm not bad sending, juju? I'm not sending anybody to play for Doc Rivers. He has lost all, like... I said bad juju or, yeah. like, eh, juju. <laughs> They've become the old Clippers again. Ooh, that's, that is not a good look. You know, it's not. <laughs> my, what was my sister said? Like, what, like, who were the Clippers when we were growing up? I'm like... Exactly. I'm like, we don't know. I don't know. They're becoming <laughs> that now again. Yeah, which Except is for DeAndre. But, uh... Yeah, I feel like uh, going to the Lakers with the squad they have could be good. And people yeah. are talking about with the way... So LeBron's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Kawhi is a free agent. Paul mm-hmm. George, these people. Would you they all can, go to L.A.? You, well, maybe not all of them, but you could work it out so that you could actually trade for one mm-hmm. and sign the other and get a LeBron and a Kawhi playing together that'd on a be, team. That'd be if Kawhi is healthy, but if I'm LeBron, am I am I banking on a healthy Kawhi Leonard? It's a or, lot of, if, there's a lot of juggle. If I show up in Los Angeles with what I hope is a healthy Kawhi, but he's only a 15 point a game Kawhi, that's not I was it. better off with you know Kevin Love. Let's not let's not crap on Kevin Love, okay? No, I'm saying <laughs> people people crapped on him for a long time, but. Kevin Love will give you a steady and humble 20 and 10. Yep. And so and that's what we want. And yeah, and Kawhi is a 25, 5 and 5 player. Yeah. He's a Kobe. So if I think I'm getting 25 and 5, but I get a 15, mm-hmm. 4 and 4. Yeah. Kevin's a better deal than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Even with J.R. Smith's feelings and all that stuff. J.R. Smith went 0 for 8 last night. He didn't help the cause. Not one lick. I wonder if someone hurt his feelings. Probably. I just. I really shouldn't make fun of like him having feelings. I think that's a really good thing. 
but you also need to find other ways to cope, buddy. You need to, you still need to put buckets in. You need to unpack that because <laughs> I don't want like I think it's very important as a soup man. At people is not an option. As a man of color to have feelings, it's so important. It's mm-hmm. important to express them. But brother, you, you, <laughs> you know, need you have a job. You you are the definition of sensitive. <laughs> In a way that is detrimental to the team. As the way that, as the way Scrubs mentions it, uh, the TV show Scrubs, as well as my sisters <laughs> like to mention it, uh, he's a sensei. My oh, sensei, <laughs> right, right, right. I he's remember Scrubs. My favorite, my favorite moment press conference this year was when LeBron was asked about playing styles and what was working and what wasn't working, and he says, you know, oh, LeBron, what's it like to have Corver back on the court and yeah. blah blah blah. He goes, oh, you know. It was great having Corbett because I've played with some of the greatest shooters ever right. in my career. I mean, him, Mike Miller, Ray <laughs> Allen, uh, blah, 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 blah. He named like six guys, and then he's ready for the next question. You know, like, and someone said, and JR? He's like, oh, and JR, and JR. And he just kind of nods his head. And he said, please don't tell JR. I left him <laughs> off the list. <laughs> everyone, everyone laughs. And, it and it's, like, it's like, LeBron, you know that this is being recorded, right? right. Everyone laughs. laughs. He, he, la- he smiles too. But uh, he could have just stopped there. But then he said, y- y'all know how sensitive that is. <laughs> you know, we see, there's one thing to say like, Oh man up, you know, stop being so sensitive. Right. There's, that's, that's toxic. That's problematic. That's, that's problematic. Toxic. Yeah. But to say, Listen, the, the smallest things, the omissions or mm-hmm. people not thinking about you gets you all in your feelings. There's the things you need to cope with. You need to figure yeah. out If that makes you unproductive, yeah. That's, yeah, you got to figure out strategies around that. Yeah. That's what I say when I say he has feelings, <clears throat> not saying that feelings are bad. Yeah. You know, you got yeah. important. Don't have. let them weigh on you. Mm-hmm. But speaking of the Cavaliers... Did you see Game 5? So, I didn't see Game 5, but I saw the highlights because I was working and then also dealing with some personal stuff. So, you know, it it happens. I feel that. Um, And because of that, um, I didn't get to see it, but I saw the highlights and oh my God. Yeah, LeBron in the clutch. People are comparing that clutch shot to Michael Jordan. Yeah. And I felt... And I... Felt some kind of way about it. Did okay. you see that? But I, form? Yes. And did you see the side by side of what Michael did and then what LeBron did? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn it. It looks good. Looks real They're good. Correct. Looks real good in that. And yeah, it ESPN, looks really good. ESPN, Rachel Nichols on the jump did a great job of comparing Love the jump. The shots that LeBron has taken in his career that are clutch. LeBron, early in his career, we had those layups. Mm-hmm. He did some clutch layups and everyone said, well, he's not taking it from a distance. Right. He's shooting the safe shot to get and team getting wins. The, yes, it's called getting points because points wins games. Two points is two points. Probably want to get closer, the better. Right. So I thought that was strategically really good. But now he has range enough that he can say, I got three seconds. Throw it into me and I'll pop it from the top. Right. I will Jordan the situation. That was... And I his was, reaction was very similar to Michael's reaction. Mm-hmm. The Michael like jumping up and just like... I did it. He, you know, kind of a thing. when he did that, I thought of Kobe, but Kobe did oh. it probably because of Michael. Oh yeah. And all of them just do that in the moment because it's what you're supposed right. to do. Right. Because if you get the clutch shot, like you just mm-hmm. you're celebrating. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron did it because LeBron's like, I'm I'm literally making this team be the best because of <laughs> me, me alone. Ugh. He said, "Everyone taking the glory." Witness hashtag 
all of this um, because it may not be here much longer. Okay, so can we talk about that? <clears throat> well, first, I want to, before we do that, mm-hmm. I want to acknowledge what Victor Oladipo said because before that, even on the defensive end, he had that block. Yeah. On Oladipo, and everyone went nuts. Yeah. To prevent the Pacers from going up too. Yeah. So it was still tied. Then he even though the they three. thought he it was a post up block. He, like a. He thought it was a goaltend. Yeah, it was a goaltend. Yeah. Yeah. I. I think it was. I agree with him. I, it absolutely was. The the league everyone, said so. Everyone everyone this morning was yeah. like, yeah, absolutely, that was it. Was it. a goaltend. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely. But you know what? what? Do you want to explain what that is? A goaltend is when the ball. Well, I had to look it up today. Yeah, so did Be- I. But I think you can explain it better. So a goaltend... Because you're a man. In my, talking about sports. Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> so a goaltending, in a lot of people's minds, is when the ball is above the rim yes. of the hoop. And it has the potential to go in and you swat it out. Or it's on the rim. Mm-hmm. Physically. Like, and you swat it out. Yeah. And you just tip it out from going inside the cylinder. Um, that again, is goaltending. it has to be above the rim. Mm-hmm. Above it, the rim. And like. Or on a downward trajectory. Going into. Toward, toward the rim, right? Toward the rim, yeah. Well, Oladipo's layup was coming from below. Yeah. And it was it below like it was, the rim. Right. And so I had to look up the thing, and it has everything about the downward trajectory to the rim, on the rim, above the cylinder. I did not know that on the upward trajectory of the ball, mm-hmm. when it hits the backboard, that is goaltending also. Yes. And I did not know that either. The things that we learned. So Victor was correct. He's absolutely correct. Sorry about that. But it was a very close call. My bad. It was like a millimeter of a call oh absolutely and also i'm did, sorry did you they, did the, they reviewed it i thought they did they admitted they still, it was a mistake yeah yeah but my thing is uh why are you shooting a left layup with your right hand i don't understand that he should have been shooting with his left hand anyway maybe this wouldn't be an issue anyway <laughs> learn your fundamentals wow my god <laughs> anyway you were gonna say lebron's off season yeah so off season We'll see where he goes. Um, I realized, like I've seen Kobe play live. Mm-hmm. When he played against the Bulls, I've mm-hmm. I've watched it. I watched Michael play live. Mm-hmm. I've seen Tim Duncan play live. Mm-hmm. Um, and by live, I mean in a stadium where I'm breathing the same air as that person. Maybe like in the nosebleed section, but I'm <laughs> breathing the same air yeah. as them. I have not. Watched a live game, breathing the same air mm-hmm. as the king. Mm-hmm. And I would like to change that. Oh. I would like to watch a game. This game made quite the impression on you. <laughs> well, not it was just this game. It was just like, he is one of, if not the oh. greatest. Ladies and gentlemen. Wa- you know, I've I still struggle saying this. That's prog. You are on record. I, That's he, amazing. He is one of, if not the greatest p- basketball players of all time. Uh-huh. And if you, over, if you overlook even just the skill of basketball, athlete, activist, philanthropist, mm. like he is doing some dope things. And to be in his presence is something that I would like to have the honor of doing. So I agree with everything you just said. I would add actor to that list, but yes. Slow your roll. Slow train wreck. Slow. I'm not taking roll. anything away from I just anyone. Say, I'm just saying train wreck. 
I just want to say VH1 was playing Space Jam and it w- it just gave me all the life in the world so everyone could just suck it. LeBron, do not remake Space Jam, please. <laughs> just saying. You would come away from that movie. Just hating it. Like, oh that, my God. That would be like the last straw for me. You don't understand. For me to even say... Like For if, as much as you would love that movie, it would hurt you to it love would that hurt, movie. It would hurt me even more than me saying that he's the like that LeBron is the greatest of all time and not Michael. I look at the numbers he's had in his career and the amount of playoff points he's had. Sure. Because he's done a lot of game, a lot of series that go seven games. Yeah. And he's also in an era where the first round got changed from five games to seven games. Yeah. Best of best of know? seven. Yeah. Um. So it's not all of them are best of seven. Having a struggling team where he has to carry them mm-hmm. and have multiple 30-point nights yeah. for six, seven games a series or having seven-game first rounds mm-hmm. um, makes it so he's going to be the all-time playoff scorer for a long time. Yeah, because um, he's always been doing it since he was 18. Uh-huh. And you look at the clutch shot that he just hit last night. Oh, and, it was pretty. And the defense. I, oh. I just thought of where Michael Jordan is. When you know he's watching this mm-hmm. and he's thinking... I, because he's Michael Jordan, he won't admit that he's better than him. Oh, Michael, I, Michael Jordan is just almost as narcissistic as uh, I'm Kanye. sure Kanye is. <laughs> yeah, I, but at some point in LeBron's career, with the next great thing that he does, mm-hmm. I would love to know if there's a corner of Michael's mind mm-hmm. where a little seed of doubt mm-hmm. is planted and it starts to germinate and says, he's got more points than you. He's got more... At, at the end of his career, LeBron has more everything than you, mm-hmm. except championships. Mm-hmm. Does that make the difference? I think Michael will still hinge on, but all these championships, yeah. even though everyone will point to, you know, the Bulls were fine without you, yeah, and you were on the Wizards and they didn't do shit, yeah. So, but you're also older and like not well, LeBron, the most fit. LeBron will be playing for a while, and he's gonna be in great shape. Oh yeah, no. So, but, but LeBron had no breaks. Yeah, so Michael he, did. Michael had a baseball break, which was weird, and, and then, then he had, he had a, an actual, off. and then he had. Yeah, but that's rest on your body. He had a ton right, of rest. Right, is rest, and unlike LeBron, he didn't have the people around him that he's paying thousands upon millions. Whose fault is that? But that's what I'm saying. Like when he retired for the second time, uh-huh. like right after the first time, after, you know, it was baseball, and then he came back and he retired after the sixth uh, championship. Mm-hmm. It was like. You know, he was done, so he probably let his body go a little bit, you know, whatever. And he's like, oh, I have to come back. I want to come back. I don't know why he wanted to come back, to be honest. I still, I pretend those years didn't happen. So does he. Like, I pretend that sixth championship was it, and then he mm-hmm. retired, and mm-hmm. I did not watch the rest. Mm-hmm. I just watched the Bulls play, and anytime they play Michael, I just like, no, that's weird. Next. <laughs> it was a weird couple of years. Yeah, it was such a weird, that was a weird time in basketball. Oh, yeah. It's just a weird. It was not healthy or helpful for his legacy and the league for him to come back. Yeah. I mean, I mean, LeBron's just as calculated as the Kardashians when it comes to his career choices. So. Yeah, I, I which give is, you that. Which is good. I don't think it's a bad thing. Got a good team around here. Rich, yeah. uh, Rich Paul's doing his work as his agent. Yeah. Doing a good job. Um, I think LeBron will... I think he's going to stay. Stay? I think it makes sense for him to stay. But I think... I think Tristan Thompson's gonna leave. Oh yeah, that cheating oh. mofo. Oh, I think LeBron's <laughs> gonna make him leave. Say you, you gotta go play somewhere else, fella. 
But I don't care that our agents are the same. I think <laughs> LeBron is going to pull a Kobe and that for the last years of his career, if he signs a long-term contract, he's going to say, okay, I'm the GM president. Of oh, this I know team. you all have these titles, but this mm-hmm. is also I actually. You're yeah. gonna bring in this person. You're gonna get that person. You're gonna get rid of these people. Blah blah blah, and you're gonna pay me max dollars. That's what he did this year. His whole campaign was statistically, I had the best year of my career, and I played all 82 games. Mm-hmm. So now you give me. He everything. has. He has the. He has the leverage. Right. It's all Absolutely. the cachet. Yeah. Everybody across the league wants him on their team. So he doesn't have to. I want him to. on my team. Yeah. On my pickup game. <laughs> if he goes to play for the Lakers, um, it won't. It will be alongside someone really great. Yeah. But here, he's not going to do that. He's going to uh, stay. And I think he's going to stay. A lot of people keep saying Philadelphia. He's not going to Philadelphia. He no. sees what they have, and he's and happy he's got, for he's them. He's not going to. He's not going to mess with that. Right. Um, if he ends up playing them in the next round. Oh, that's gonna be so fun to watch! Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And we haven't watched any playoffs games this this year, by the way. Well, there haven't been any. We no, we did. We watched Portland and um, did we? New Orleans. Yeah, it was during the wind down. Oh yeah, it was during the wind down. Well, you were having a little sip sip action. So okay. between the dancing and the watching, relax. It wasn't that bad. No, you were in good shape. I was like, good working order. Yeah, it was a social environment. Yep. Um, but I definitely watched the last quarter of that game because I thought it was Dame time. Yeah. And it was not. It was not. Dame got disrespected. Yeah. Very, very aggressively. Yo, if LeBron and Damian Lillard were on the same team, oh, that would be so ill. Also, Dame's kid is really cute. Yeah, I've seen Instagram it's pictures. Just so it's a sweet, cute. sweet dad. So like he was like holding his baby the way that you were holding Wrigley not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Furry and fuzzy. Yeah, all those things. Anything else left on the basketball end? No, I think we can leave this a short one. All right. We got we got more stuff to go, and I'm excited for round two. I'm excited for New Orleans and Golden State. That's gonna be fun. I after what they just did to the Trailblazers. It's gonna be fun. And Steph is not cleared for game one. Still not cleared. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. All right. Let's uh, let's keep it moving and talk. Some dopeness. All right. All right. So let's talk about some dope people. And this week's dope people of the week is going to be a little bit different because I think I, us, unanimously decided that we're going to give the dope person of the week to us. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. <laughs> because, Have a good night. <laughs> all right, y'all. And uh, that's it. Have a good night. See you later. Bye-bye. Um, no. Um, for those of you who don't know, we've been doing this for a year. Yep. April 28th was our first mm-hmm. episode, and we are, you know, just a day away from that. Um, and uh, I just felt like... It's probably, like, one of the few things that I've been committed to outside of, like, work and family. Yeah. Um, that, like, consistently. Same, same. And, like, you know, in the off-season, we do it every other week. But then we're like, yo, we got we to gotta go on we gotta go on blast because every, something's every happening. Every week. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I figured uh, it was a time for us to talk about what we're grateful for, what we've learned. Um, nothing super deep or anything like that, but just like, it's been a year of this, mm-hmm, my friend, mm-hmm. and it has been a wonderful year. So, I don't know if you have anything to add. I figured we should love ourselves the way Kanye loves Kanye and give ourselves some props Amen in that way. Amen to that. <laughs> I agree with you. I've, I've just, this year has been great for me. Doing this podcast has been really 
a joy for us to talk every week when we have busy lives. Yeah. To actually sit down and it's like and, it's a moment to slow down for us. At least for me, yeah. it has been. Yeah, same. Yeah. It, it and it uh puts us back in our, our centers of you know, when we have conversations like three hours before a cast mm-hmm. and we're really hashing out what are each of us about mm-hmm. and those conver- when we're talking yeah. about specific things right it's still boiling down to okay what what am i about yeah and it just i appreciate the the grounding that happens every week when we do this mm-hmm. so it's been a joy yeah totally and i think i think of like it's so funny because we have notes and stuff about like what we're going to talk about like either that we put up the day of the cast or like throughout the week current you events know, yeah very current very current event related stuff. like 30 minutes ago <laughs> um and i look back at some of this stuff and i'm just like oh yeah i remember that time when we were talking about like this thing and like i remember like where i was it, like i'm looking at this and i look at this past year of like personal growth i've had as well mm-hmm. as just like obviously the growth the cast has had and i'm just I'm grateful for the listening therapeutic ear that you have been Same. <laughs> in, in some of the, in some of the moments I'm just like, I hate everything. And then you're <laughs> like, it's okay, but stop hating everything <laughs> to like, you know, talking about boys and relationships and family and, you know, work stuff, which is always like interesting too to like deal yeah. with and have a sounding board for. And really, at the end of the day, just that, like, someone else understands my weird. So, mm-hmm. which is, like... Same. You know, it's, like, it, you don't get that often, you know, where people understand you're just... I'm, like, I'm just a weird person. Yeah. <laughs> That's just... And you and, know I'm weird. And I appreciate you, like... You get my weird. Acknowledging <laughs> that and saying, you you understand that's not normal. I, oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. And, it's like, and also, you understand that, like, you, you won't F up on this if you do it this way, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literal conversations. So- that we've had a couple hours ago. <laughs> Still remains to be seen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> but um, no, I think for to have 45 episodes mm-hmm. in the year that we've had, we do every other week for the off season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in general, just have this like camaraderie to talk about the things that are processing the things of this world, which is usually very effed up and broken. Mm-hmm. And moments of like excellence, which is awesome. And, and still able to talk about basketball and like mm. BS about that, which is always fun too. Um, and talk about cool people is it's, it's uh, I appreciate this and I appreciate the people who listen to it too. Yeah, the, any, anybody who's out there who has, you know, sent us text messages mm-hmm. or uh, direct messages and commented on our social media or just, you know, we, we you. see you yeah. in the street and people that we know um, or don't know, right. it's been really great. Um, sharing in that kind of listening community. Yeah. So we really, really appreciate it. Um, as you listen in while we're sometimes trying to figure this stuff out for ourselves yeah. as we're talking about things where we're not even sure how we feel about it. And yeah. it's interesting for me to even hear myself think on an issue that I have, that I'm making a decision on right. um, where I stand. And it's complicated. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that we can have this on record encapsulated at a time where we can look back later in our lives yeah. and think, oh, that's how I felt about that. And that's yeah. what I was thinking on that issue at that time. Right. And how I've developed it and changed. Mm-hmm. Like I even see like 
difference in my voice sometimes I, I like looked at a I listened to a past episode mm-hmm. mind you but a lot of it is also like we got better mics and like <laughs> we sound right. great now right. um but you know just like the timbre in my voice the the confidence the, the lack of confidence mm-hmm. the 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 gusto that I had about a topic or whatever it's just like wow things have changed and like that's cool like it's such a cool like to see that, to, yeah. to hear that, not see it, but to hear it is pretty dope. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and I think outside of us being dope people, I just want to say that all the people that have supported us, mm. our family, our you know, our moms who listen to our cast every week. Thanks, mom. Shout out. <laughs> Thanks, Betty and Rosie. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just like friends who are like who don't hate us for like not going to social events on Thursday nights because mm. I'm like, I had the cast. I'm sorry, my. Uh, Queer, platonic, monogamous, asexual friendship comes yep. before. It is what it is. <laughs> come before Name and claim it. <laughs> Wait, they're in a what? What? A how? Press rewind. Rewind. <laughs> just rewind, guys. Rewind. We're in a relationship. It's just different. <laughs> it's called friendship. <laughs> I love it. But yeah. So uh, thanks for being dope and doing this dope thing with me, bud. Same to it's you, a friend. Good season. Yeah, we and did I'm, it. I'm excited to continue on this season. Absolutely. We have we're fresh in the playoffs and it just keeps going from here. Yep. We started this like during the playoffs. Yeah. It was wild. Ah! Y'all. It's so great. Still going. I love it. Appreciate um, it. All right, folks. Don't forget to listen to us and support us and continue to show us love. Uh so until next time, yeah. we'll uh catch you later. Love yourself like Kanye love Kanye. That was good. Be dope folks. Let's let's get out of here. See ya. <laughs>